Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. Truth is, I really can't give away that information for free all the time. I thought they were asking whether they should leave their wife. That too. Well, go to my bookie. Check it out. They'll give you lines on all games. You can bet any sport. It's wonderful. You don't need me to talk to you. The Greek doesn't have to be in your ear all the time. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they will give you an additional $25 free play on any deposit over $100. You can use promo code MIZ25. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take advantage of this extra 25 bucks. You play, you win, you get paid. Take it from the Greek. My bookie is the way to go. It's the 2019 Ms. Oscars Awards. With special guests, Barry Odom, the Paul Feinbach, and Kirk Farmer's personal stylist. And now, here are your hosts, Brendan, Colin, and Caleb. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the 2019 Ms. Oscars Awards. It's my favorite time of year, but I don't know if it's anybody else's favorite time of year. Joining me, as always, is, of course, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? And Caleb Bungard. Hello, kids. This is the time of year for those of you who are new to the Mazadcast this season where we, uh, it's kind of a best of show of the, uh, moments of 2018 and we're kind of lazy this year. Usually we do this around January, February, the Oscars, Golden Globes time, but uh, here it is, fucking April, one week away from the spring game. Well, I, uh, Completely blame you for that, Brendan, because you're the person who does all the work for these shows, and uh, you're the reason they didn't happen. That's exactly right. Because if it was up to me and Caleb, it wouldn't happen at all. <laughs> That's 100% true. <laughs> I am the workhorse. Uh, since it is a week before the spring game, we will talk about that a little bit as well. Obviously, as always, even during the Ms. Oscars, we make room for Kansas news, too. So mm-hmm. we've got a lot to talk about. And uh, I guess before we get into the awards, fellas, I, there's been a little bit of news that is sprinkled throughout. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was uh, Jeremy Macklin, one of the best Tigers I remember in my time as a Mizzou fan, announced he was going to retire from the NFL. He played in the, for the Baltimore Ravens last year after a short stint with the Kansas City Chiefs and most notably in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles. Good riddance. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He's great. He's one of my favorites. And uh, anyway, he sent out a long notice about why he was retiring, and he mentioned just a slew of injuries and the mm-hmm. long recovery time it's taken him and just the effect it's had on his body. And there's a lot of NFL players now who are kind of saying, you know, I probably do have five more years in me. I could make some money, but uh, I also want to be able to walk when I'm 40. Yeah, I want to be able to, you know, remember my grandkids' names, for mm-hmm. instance. Yeah, and I think that's something that, uh, you know, players maybe took lightly in the past. Certainly the NFL <laughs> yeah, Players Association yeah. and the uh, ownership did, but mm-hmm. uh, Macklin's made a lot more money than we ever will. Yeah, he just wants to make sure that he doesn't need to wear a bib as an older man so the drool doesn't soak the front of his shirt. Right, and make sure the diaper time in his life is <laughs> over and not ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, but, sure. Uh, so anyway, it's uh, It's sad to see Macklin not in a football uniform anymore. I would love it if he uh, came back to Columbia for some capacity. I mean, mm-hmm. he's He's always been a loyal tiger and mentioned that in his retirement statement that uh, his love of old Mizzou. Well, he was one of those players that traded on speed and, uh, you know, which is, it's a wide receivers thing, you know, I mean, especially if you're not a big wide receiver, some of those guys can get by for a while. If they've got a big frame, they can almost use it like a tight end. But if you're a Jeremy Macklin and your whole game is getting separation, injuries and age end your career. Yeah, it certainly ends running backs careers fast. Yeah, I mean, if you're an offensive lineman, you can play for a long, long time because all you got to be is big mm-hmm. and and keep somebody in front of you and quarterbacks, obviously. But those skill position players, 
uh, you know, they, they age like mayonnaise in the sun. Yeah, the, the sinners, when they come in, the only time they'll ever run a 40 in their life is during the combine and exactly. never again. I mean, Mitch Morris? And Morris. <laughs> sure, that guy. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. You know, he was bald at the combine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, he looked like he was 55 the day he was drafted. And it was just fine. Yep, that's right. <laughs> the other thing I noticed just uh last couple of days, I guess for some reason, Bill Snyder, the former Kansas State coach for 600 Did years. Did he finally die? No, it, oh, well, either he's still alive or his uh, his reanimated corpse visited Columbia this mm. week and gave some inspirational words to Coach Odom and his staff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Coach Snyder is beloved by the Kansas State folks, but he can also tell you how to uh, not make it to the uh, – Yeah, yeah. Be, he's, his advice was be a mediocre coach for several decades mm. and they'll build a statue for you. Bill, <laughs> Bill Snyder's Tales from the Crypt Tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is, I think, yeah. And Barry Odom took heavy notes when he said that, mm. Colin. Yeah. So anyway – um, you know, there's been, I guess, uh, there's slight news on the NCAA sanctions right now where um, Jim Sturt announced that uh, we had filed our appeal formally with the NCAA. And then he wrote a long op-ed in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch saying uh, what bullshit the NCAA sanctions are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I've seen both Kansas City and St. Louis areas. There are these bill- billboards hanging up there that say, make it right. Like, they're going full press marketing how shitty the NCAA is. NCAA is just a... <laughs> It's really a joke of an organization. And I don't know if it's just, it's so, it's been around for so long in such a bad way that it cannot be fixed or if it's just run by complete morons. But I just saw an article very like two days ago that some, uh, some guy who's getting married and is a college basketball player is not allowed to have a registry. I saw that too. Cause it's an NCAA violation. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. And there's no, there's no policing the police. No, there's, they go unchecked. I mean, I guess the only way to police the NCAA is their member institutions do something about it, but they seem hamstrung as well because, I mean, obviously Mizzou is upset with them, but they can't be the only organization. And like, come on, the wedding registry of a kid who's getting engaged to be married, give me a fucking What break. it really takes is it's going to take one of these conferences to take, get all of their teams together, all of their ADs and, and, uh, chancellors and, decide that we are going to leave the NCAA unless they rectify these situations. Because that's what it would take. It would take the SEC or the ACC or some, an entire conference sort of putting their collective weight behind something. I don't know if you're ever going to get that to happen. You know, certainly not, Mizzou's certainly not going to embolden the SEC in that way. Now, if it was Alabama or Auburn, maybe. Of course, if it was Alabama and Auburn, the NCAA would probably slap them on the fucking wrist like they did in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Fuck the NCAA. Fuck them forever. But uh, <laughs> let's get away from bad news sure. and get into the good news. It's time for the Mazoskers Awards. And, guys, we're going to do it a little bit differently this year. This is the fifth year we've had the Mazoskers. And uh, in the past, the we've had the good people at PricewaterhouseCooper uh, tabulate the votes amongst the Supreme Court members to see what were the finest moments. But we're going to do it different this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to choose amongst ourselves, much as we do the Kirk Formers Hair Player of the Week Award or the TJ Moe Douche of the Week Award. We're going to decide. We It's the People's Choice Awards this year. Oh, okay. And the people being us, mm-hmm. not the people. Kavanaugh didn't have time to submit a vote. He was drunk. <laughs> That's right. He's a party animal. That's right. So why don't we get into our first award, Analogy of the Year. Oh, I love this one. And now the award for Analogy of the Year. It was like a bullfight on acid. Well, That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah. Barry's like the guy that takes over his dad's really successful business. Yeah. And then kind of slacks off because it's been so good for so long. Yeah. It's At some point, you can be like putting on a condom full of fire ants, but uh, you better be winning fucking baseball games to do that. <laughs> and the creature from the Jizz Lagoon, fucking Nico Reed's got to come in. And I love Nico. Reed, Nico. Incorrect. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get a hot stuff to do gross stuff, Brennan, but a fat girl, she'll do gross stuff. Oh, she'll do lots of gross stuff. <laughs> With a smile on her face. <laughs> That's right. It's going to get gross in here, baby. That's what I tell them. That's like saying, I really like Mississippi, but I wish they were more racist. Yeah, it's, it's like, have you not been paying attention? They're super racist. Yeah, pit bulls are the monster energy drink of animal world. <laughs> 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 Got a face on them like a Quaker to titty bar. <laughs> it's kind of like titty fucking with a child-sized penis. <laughs> yeah. He slid like a turd throwing us a bathroom wall. He did slide. There we have it, guys. So who's it going to be in your minds? I like the pit bull. I do, too. I remember when the pit bull one came in. (laughs) Hee-haw. Yeah. All right. Let's give it to the pit bull. Yeah. Pit bulls, the monster energy drink of the animal world. That's right. That's the analogy of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I'll take my first Ms. Oscar for the year. Yeah. Congratulations. It's <laughs> maybe the only one. This next award is kind of a new one. You know, Barry Odom has been an important part of this show. Sure. This he's, year. Like, he's like our fourth member, really. He, he is. And he has uh, dispersed a lot of wisdom to us over the past year. And so I decided we were going to have a category to culminate, or, you know, get all those pearls of wisdom together and vote on which was the best Wonderful. piece of coaching wisdom Wonderful. of 2018. Great. And now, the award for Barry Odom's best piece of coaching wisdom of the year. I mean, schools don't have names that don't have the state in them. What about Auburn? Well, Auburn's in in Auburn, United States, USA. Damn. Hey, man, everybody can cash me outside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we just agree to disagree. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I think I've told you boys before, I feel like you're a little bit conspiracy theory-like, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe watching yeah. too much of that cable news. No, so, no, no, no. You're no, way no. off on this one, fella. You're okay. way off. Sure, man, I just went home and saddled up the old lady, you know, told her we made a bowl game, and uh, I hope that uh, that <laughs> exits are now entrances. <laughs> I mean, them boys last year, they was confused as a heart in the fan factory. I'm if you give a, a football player enough horse tranquilizer, it actually has the opposite effect of its intention. At some point, it doesn't make them sleepy. It makes them crazy. <laughs> Man, let me ask you a question, fella. Yeah. You ever heard somebody hook jumper cables to your nutsack? I guess I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. If you survive that, you're pretty darn tough. <laughs> yeah, i got a catchphrase now. I've been working on that. I've been thinking about it for several weeks now. I've really been putting a lot of hours into it, and I've really thought about it. And I think I'm gonna, when people call me or when I start press conferences, I'm gonna, just going to say, Hey, man, you got Barry. Talk at me. So there you have it, guys. Do you have a uh, <laughs> Well, I know my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll vote on exits or now entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, you got. I'm, I'm agree with that. Well, that one's good. Exits, entrances. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. We appreciate that. <laughs> what will we do without you? A source of wisdom. <laughs> and he's not the only one who contributes to the show. Besides us, in fact, we rely on other people because we're such idiots. And I think that's why uh, we have every year the caller of the year category. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do that now. And now the award for caller of the year. I don't know if the offense is going to work. We get done playing these jizz things that we've been playing, you know. I think that we're going to trade something like a power eye or maybe run the option. Uh, you know, we got, you know, we got, got the Heisman quarterback, whatever his name is. We can run all thing. Well, Drew Locke finally brought some big dick energy to an SEC game. And that was great to see. Enjoy the homecoming, Florida, you fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> got to bring that big dick energy every game. He is going to take advantage of the end of the season again, win the rest of these games, and justify keeping his job. They wait every year until we're out of contention for the East to fucking shit down their fucking legs, man. <laughs> Every fucking year. I would rather them wait to the end of the year. Doesn't smoke that weed. <laughs> At least give me something to look forward to on Saturdays. I will really be doing This guy's obviously getting stoned at the bejesus Damn. Remember when Tennessee said we didn't belong in the SEC? Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, this bag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I think the uh, the guy smoking weeds the one for me. Yeah, absolutely. He was my favorite call of the year. Yeah, yeah. weed guy. You get a Mazoska. <laughs> Could not be bothered to put down that joint while he called. You know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Congratulations, caller. <laughs> Call back. I think that's the only time we heard from him. Was yeah, that in one yeah. game? But we need more of that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Um, I think let's regroup. Take our first break of the day, and I forgot to mention we are going to have a special surprise guest oh, later in the show, um, Head Coach Barry Odom. We heard him earlier. Yeah. He's going to call in. We asked you to send in some questions, and uh, you all did do that, and so uh, we're going to have a little Q&A with thank Barry Odom. Thank you to the Twitterverse. Yeah, thank you, Twittersphere. Uh, we've done this before, and it was a big success, mm-hmm. and so we should do it again, and Coach was more than happy to help us, so look forward to that when we come back. Until then, this is the Ms. Oscars. Stop! 
stop. Don't throw that used cell phone away. Sell it to Midmo iFix. Midmo iFix buys and sells used cell phones that include a 30-day warranty. So if you lost your phone overboard, the screen's cracked, or the phone's broken, stop into Midmo iFix and see Kevin. And if you have no use for that old phone, turn it into cash. Midmo iFix, located next to Emo's Pizza on Osage Beach Parkway. 573-694-8795. Midmo iFix. Phones fixed fast. I just been keeping a look at. I just wonder when you fucking deadbeats are going to drop another massage gas. I've been waiting for the podcast to drop. I'm fucking busy. I got a lot of shit to do, and you know I've been sitting around here listening to all these podcasts, and I don't have time to sit and wait for you guys to drop on a bunch of fucking idiots running that fucking deal. And uh, you know what the hell? Trying to watch the final four and get a a good massage gas to listen to. What the hell been doing? Have I been dropping this summer? What bunch of shit? And we are back. Welcome back to the annual Maz Oscars. We have a special guest to help us celebrate another year of the Mazad cast. Coach Barry Odom is on the line. Coach, are you with us? Hey, what's up, boys? Talk at me. <laughs> yes, sir. Coach, uh, it's been another year of uh, football for Mizzou and another year of the Mazadcast for us, and we thought we'd have hey, some... congratulations, fellas. Good work. Yeah, it's pretty good work, yeah. Uh, Coach, we had some of our listeners uh, send us some tweets that they had questions for you, and we thought you know, maybe yeah, you... Yeah, said you got questions for me. Like, I, I like to... I like to connect with the fans. Yeah, and they've got some football questions. You know, the spring game's coming up, and they want to know yeah, what sure. this uh, football team's got ahead of it. So I'm going to ask you some hard-hitting football questions from the Twitter sphere. Let's do that. All right. Here's the first question from Army of Mike. He says, Coach, what is the safest way to care for your truck nuts at an automatic car wash? Well, I'm going to tell you what, boys. You know, you got to clean them with some wax. Or I don't know, you know, you can, you can use just about anything you can find under the sink in your kitchen. I'm going to tell you what. As far as lubricants go, spit don't work, and it don't work as a cleaning agent either. <laughs> so don't don't think you're gonna spit on them babies and put a rag to it, cause they ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what, if it's me, turtle wax is the way to go. All right, well that's good advice, Coach. I knew this was right up your alley. I'm sorry, I thought this would be more of a football related question. I'm sure the next one will be super football related, as you are the head sure, coach. Sure, sure. Yeah. So this one comes to us from Jay Bryan. He says, "What is your choice of liquor to consume before Missouri takes the field?" Oh man! Well, I tell you what, uh, me and the me and the uh, other coaches, we like to get together in my office before we run up the tunnel, and we'll chug about four four locos, and that's uh, that's how we get all amped up. They still make that stuff. Hey, baby, when you're Barry Odom, you got connections, and four loco, you better believe it. Well, uh, yeah, I know that the the high schoolers about ten years ago really thought that stuff was pretty good, but it's good to know that uh, it's still selling in the Odom household. Fuck yeah, it's selling. I almost got in a fist fight. Kirby Smart because of that stuff. <laughs> Understood. Hey, Coach, uh, again, sorry that wasn't exactly football-related, but I'm sure this next one will be. Pat Mueller says, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Ah, boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to say the big, giant duck. I feel like I could get a sleeper hold on it. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Stunner, whatever they call that thing. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to take on Diamond those. Cutter, you know what I'm talking about, WWE style. Yeah, you don't like the little horses coming at you. No, that that creep me out. <laughs> I think it would creep anybody out. Oh, Coach, I, I, I do see an actual football-related question here. John Kramer asks, looking back on the Kentucky game, what would you have done differently to hold on to that win? Well, boys, I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess in retrospect, I probably would have asked somebody else to coach the fourth quarter of that game. I think that probably would have been the best <laughs> way to make sure that we ensured victory. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, so it sure is. I think, uh, I think a lot of our listeners would agree that would have been a good strategy. Uh, you know, maybe not punt. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't, you know, honestly, I don't remember a lot of the details of that game. You know, it's been a long time. Sure, and you had a lot of four logo in your system. Buddy, you ain't wrong. <laughs> All right, Coach. Uh, Todd Franklin says, do you tap the Mazadcast banner before purchasing horse steroids on Amazon? Well, of course I do. I like to support my local shows, you know what I mean? Yeah, we like but to let our beak. You know, that uh, the Columbia News Tribune's got their podcast, too, and they always ask me to, they always ask their listeners to go to the Old Un Theater, and I do that as well. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, Todd also says, am I going to have to ask you to cash me outside again this year? 
hey, man, you don't want to do that, especially I got four local in my system. <laughs> and I'll take a guy apart, you know what I'm saying? I bet, you, I bet that's right. And I'll stomp a mud hole in somebody and walk it dry. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be afraid to take you on, especially even before the four locos hit the system. King Sprunty, he asks, Coach, why am I so alone? Oh, buddy, I don't know this guy, but I'm going to say most of the people I know that are alone is because they suck. <laughs> and usually it means they, you know, they, they like, you know, they don't drink or smoke or party or, you know, like football or, you know, I don't know. They just suck. Yeah. I mean, if they knew that, they knew why they suck, they wouldn't suck and they wouldn't be alone. I mean, that's a, that's one of them philosophical questions that I can't answer. Sure. That's not really your bread and butter. No, man. I ain't no philosophical person. No. Coach, uh, this is uh, steering back towards football. Uh, uh, Dub Snizzle writes, uh, how many times have you tried to send recruiters to the city from Judge Dredd? He thinks that might be a ample, fruitful source of uh, recruits. Well, uh, man, I don't know. That's a I, I haven't seen that movie since like I don't know, like 2014. So I don't know. <laughs> they did seem like pretty tough hombres, but uh, you know, I mean, they're fictitious characters. You know, if I'm going to start recruiting fictitious characters, I'm going to start with Godzilla. <laughs> okay. but, but I'll tell you what, boys. I'll tell you what. Right now, I am trying to get one of my guys to. Uh, get down to Wakanda. Yeah. Them guys know how to. Them guys look like they're superior athletes, and I, it's a tough place to find. But I got. I, we're on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well Wakanda forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree, Coach. I think that's a good policy. I think that's uh, anything outside the box to get Missouri a win is a good idea. Yeah, you know how baseball teams, you know, MLB started recruiting in like Venezuela and Brazil and stuff several years ago, and now they got all these. These guys are terrific baseball players. Well, I'm kind of like, man, if I can find got some guys from Wakanda, watch out. Mizzou National Championships. That's all I'm going to say. I'm looking forward to that. Coach uh, Phil Garrett, who uh, we, we goes by Super Fan Phil here at the Mizogcast, he wants to know, Coach, what would be your finishing move in uh, WWE? Stone Cold Stunner, RKO, are you more of a Goldberg Spear kind of guy? I like the, uh, well, me, you know, me and the boys, we like to wrestle out in the garage, and I've got a move. It's called the Odom Teabag, and I think it's a, it'll do the job, boys. I'm going to tell you what, it's not necessarily an impact move, yeah. but uh, <laughs> the, the, the opponent is definitely humiliated and sort of, it, you know, it takes a starch out of them. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'm sure it would. It's not something I would want to encounter. I know that. No, I'm promising you it ain't. All right. Uh, the, the Chiefs man, he asked us, since this season is fucked due to sanctions, what are you going to do with the uh, free two million dollars you'll be getting? Hey, now listen here. We don't know about them sanctions yet. You know, we gotta, we got, we're working on that. You know, them eggheads up there in the fucking athletic department, they're they're working on it. You know, we got lawyers too. You know, so uh, we're hoping that everything works out there. But you know, I think I've answered that question before. I, but man, buddy, I got an in-ground pool. I didn't go with the above-ground pool. Somebody told me in-ground's better, so I did it. Yeah. And you know, I already told you about the truck nuts. I got me a quadzilla fucking four-wheeler. So much do 90. <laughs> well, I know you uh, took a little vacation in the off-season, too. You were talking about that earlier. Oh, my God. Went to went to Jamaica Sandals Resort. It was terrific. And, I mean, I'll tell you what, boys. I've never been much of a smoker, but the cigarettes they got down there, wow. <laughs> Coach, you got to be careful with those Jamaican cigarettes. They're not always exactly what uh, what you might think they are. I put on thirty pounds, man. You go to Jamaica resorts; they got a, they got like restaurants that are open twenty four hours. I smoke a couple cigarettes in the hot tub with the old lady, and I get so fucking hungry, I could eat the ass in out of a dead rhino. <laughs> well, coach, you have gone into excruciating detail about your trip to Jamaica. We know it's a great, great experience you had, but uh, travel destination, boys. I'm, I highly recommend. Okay, but we really do want you to focus on the season because next weekend you have got. The big spring game, so we're going to get our first look at your Tigers for the 2019 season. Can you give us? I'm done with the questions now from the listeners. Can you give us any, uh, I guess, sneak peeks on what we might be seeing in the spring game? Yeah, next it's week? going to be long and boring. Is that right? Yeah, you know how it is. We ain't going to show you nothing. People are going to fuck around a little bit. It's going to. It sucks. We do it for the fans. And nobody shows up. I don't know why we even fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the kind of enthusiasm that's going to fill those seats. So, anyway, Coach. Hey, buddy, M-I-Z. Yeah, thank you so much, Coach Z-O-U. We'll see you, boys. You have a good season. I'm looking forward to talking to you again. You have a good season yourself, Coach. Wow, it's always good to have Coach Odom on the show, and it's been a little while, and he is uh, sounds ready for 2019, that's for sure. The man's an open book. Yeah, he is. Well, guys, you want to switch gears and get back to some of these awards? 
Absolutely. We got several to give out. Okay. Sometimes, you know, the season's had ups and downs this last, well, couple of years, frankly. And sometimes sure. we get mad online. Sometimes our listeners do. So, uh, anyway, this is another new category. It's the best mad online take of the year for 2019. Mad online hot take? Mad online hot take 2019. Here we go. And now, the award for the best mad online hot take of the year. Kim yeah, that's not, those aren't my words. Don't, don't come at me. Don't at me, you fucking assholes who are all in. On, we should protect him like a precious Faberge egg because he might have an NBA career. And Mazadcast fans were coming at me a little bit saying, you know, I don't agree with you on this one. You know what? Fuck you. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I love you. I mean, you're a Mazadcast fan. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. But fuck you. <laughs> this is from Make UT Great Again. Fuck Mizzou and Dooley for not hitting the over on purpose. So Tennessee fans are still mad at us and we're not even playing it. Sour great. Oh, there's a. There, I feel like they should be mad if they're not gonna if they're gonna bitch about the over. Blame the team that scored zero fucking points. You know what I mean? Like we scored thirty eight. What do you want from us? <laughs> I know. <laughs> one of the funniest things there was a long thread. A couple of our listeners were going after one of these Arkansas guys, and it was Arkansas guy's Twitter feed was a picture of him and his girlfriend, and they were going back and forth. And there was very rarely do I see tweets that like shut my mouth. One of our <laughs> one of our fans, a Mizzou guy, said, "Well, I have to give you props." For taking a picture with your mascot. <laughs> oh, God damn, that's that's ice cold, brother. That's cold blooded. Damn, I love it though. I love it. Yeah, that one's the winner. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Don't barely even need well, a drum roll for that. Yeah, I mean the context is we were playing Arkansas, so when he says he's taking a picture with the mascot, he's talking taking a picture with a hog. Yes, his girlfriend was a pig. Yeah. All right, congratulations. You just won yourself a Mazoster. Fellas, uh, we heard a little bit of Caleb in there, and uh, Caleb, I, I wanted to tell you there's a special category for you this season because uh, you kind of took a, a different route with your uh, reports on the games that came this year. <laughs> you, uh, I think you were printing off uh, the list of games, and there were a lot of uh, letters. Yeah, letter schools. Letter schools early in the season. School. If you don't know, this like for context, you know, there's real schools. There's Mizzou, and mm-hmm. which is Missouri. There's Alabama, which is Alabama, and then there's schools level. that just have acronyms. You know? ETSU. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and Caleb is expected to print these out and then just know Eastern the, Tennessee State University. The difference being is that everybody knows what Mizzou stands for, whereas you don't know what ETTS stands for, you know, and if you're a letter school, it just basically means you suck and you're right. shitty and when nobody knows what you are. And so Caleb had two choices. Including Caleb. Right, well, he had two choices. He could do research. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Or he could just make up whatever it was. <laughs> he could just look at the acronym and just shoot from the hip. He started with that, and we preferred it. And so here <laughs> sure are some did. of Caleb's best guesses at sc- letter schools this year. <laughs> and now the award for Caleb's best letter school guess of the year. Um, so, like, maybe Eastern Tennessee State University? We're going to go with that for ETSU. <laughs> I, like, I like this new policy of not knowing who they're playing, so guessing. LSU playing LT, which I assume that's just uh, all of Lawrence Taylor's children. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> LSU. <laughs> I thought they were playing midgets tugging at university. <laughs> LSU plays Southeast Louisiana uh, Association. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Alabama playing the University of Luscious Labias. Wow. <laughs> Texas A&M played the University of the Last Mohicans. <laughs> Those are good. <laughs> I wish they could all be winners. Yep. <laughs> Got any preferences? Oh, gosh. I think I, I like the last of the Mohicans, I think. The last one I heard, it tickled me. Caleb, you're the man of the hour. I'd still like that. No, Lawrence Taylor's kids. My favorite's always Lawrence Taylor's <laughs> Because I think we, as that discussion went on, we, did, we, we decided that Lawrence Taylor's had enough children that he could field a football team. <laughs> and they would probably beat LSU. And they, really good. and they wouldn't have to play Iron Man either. No. <laughs> going both way, not going both ways at all. No, it's LT. Yeah. yeah. That's congratulations, LTU. I can't wait for next year. Yeah, LSU. It's always LSU playing these schools, too. It's nobody else. <laughs> That's right. It does seem to be that mm-hmm. way. All right, guys. The next award I have for you. So, you know, it seems like 
a lot of times, especially like after a Kentucky game or something, we get kind of negative. We get a little down on our Tigers. We get a little down on everybody. And uh, it's not always that way. I wanted to remind the listeners that we do compliment people at times. Sometimes we sure, say we're positive things to people. So uh, this category is best compliment of the 2019 season. Oh, good. Positivity. And now the award for best compliment of the year. Well, it's strange doing a show without Caleb. He, he's been so consistent. I get used to his stink. Yeah. You know? He's got a musk that's very appealing. His aroma fills up this studio, and mm. you know it's time to podcast. Yeah. And there's something missing. And I think it is uh, the stench of uh, sweat and taint. Sriracha sauce yeah. spilled on a T-shirt. Yeah, sure. You know? <laughs> Perhaps a little IBS flare-up, you yeah. know, you're added to the mix. It's quite a cocktail. Hey, great book guy. If you're ever in the St. Louis area, what a frosty. <laughs> Come on by. <laughs> oh, we love you, Barry. Can I polish your knob for you? Caleb eats so much pussy, shit and clits. <laughs> I kind of like the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's accurate. He does. He uh, definitely eats that much pussy. Shortly after that, he he mentioned that he'd rub the stain off his the baseboard of his <laughs> of his bed because he's been down there so long. That tickled me when I heard that. <laughs> the idea that your feet are down there so often from eating pussy that you've rubbed the stain off of your ba- off the base of your bed. Good thing I'm a woodworker part time. <laughs> okay, guys, there's one last award I'd like to do before we go into our second break of the day, and that uh, has to do with some of the people who. For some reason or another, agree to be on our show every year. Uh, we do some interviews and they help us get through the bye weeks, the midweek shows, and, uh, like to celebrate the best interview of the 2019 season. So here we go. Best interview. And now the award for best interview of the year. Corey Fatoni. I mean, I don't fuck with condoms. I mean, the two things in this world that Corey Fatoni don't fuck with, that's rattlesnakes and condoms. <laughs> in that order? In that order. Absolutely. Derek Dooley. Well, um, I think you can count most of the SEC opponents we're going to face uh, this year as, as part of the deep state. Um, but uh, well, despite that, and of course, lizard people, we are going to win football games. Sally Barrett. Nothing we- personal, guys. Don't, don't come at me. You know what I mean? All right? It's, okay? It's like you're forgetting that Missouri did win their division two years in this conference. Well, you know, the SEC was extremely, extremely down in those periods. They were extremely down. Well, and what, that was the only explanation for Missouri being able to compete. That's how you know the conference is down is because Missouri's winning. I mean, that is <laughs> right. a number one indicator, man. That's how it works. Loganisha, the witch. Thank you for calling HireAWitch.com. Hello, this is Brendan. Hi, Brendan. This is Loganisha. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. What I'm getting is... Not to, not to take the case. What if I paid more money? No, it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. We don't care about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, what if I doubled the money? Like instead of two hundred, it was four hundred. No, no. Like I said, it's not about the money. No. Oh. It's about it's not it's about my spirit. I have to obey my spirit. Andrew Carter, creator of the Mizzou rap. I, I think that's maybe doesn't speak properly about what this video was, Andrew. It was one of the biggest disasters in our nation's history. Is that accurate, or is that unfair? (laughs) Everyone's uh, entitled to their own opinion, I'll say that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, guys, do you have an opinion on that one? Laganishu? Is that her name? I'm partial to the witch. Honest witch. Yeah. Yeah. Laganisha had the sense not to take up the case of the Missouri football curse. Congratulations to Laganisha. I'll figure out a way to get a award to her. Yeah, sure. And hopefully we don't get cursed. Yeah. No, I would she hope not. Be, she knew already she got the award. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. She would have known already. <laughs> yeah. no, she's, she's waiting by the mailbox. She knows it's coming. <laughs> All right, fellas. Why don't we take our final break for the day, come back, and we'll give out our last of our awards. And we have a little Kansas news to give out. So Terrific. Let's do it. This is the Mazoskers. What's up, dum-dums? It's your good friend Colin here. Today's show is brought to you by Amazon.com. And why is it brought to you by Amazon.com? Because if you go to the Mazodcast website and click on the Amazon banner, we get a sweet, wet taste of them dollar bills. So if you're purchasing drugs or prostitutes or, well, anything else you can get on Amazon, I assume all those things are available, do it through the Mazodcast Amazon banner and let us wet our beak. M-I-Z. All I want 
is to listen to a fucking podcast about Mizzou football. Then I find out there's only one podcast for Mizzou football. And it's only you that's unfortunate and you fucking idiot. And to make matters, I mean, if it, if, if it can get any worse, you sons of bitches won't fucking record a shadow. So I can't even listen to a shitty fucking Mizzou football podcast whenever I want to. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> And we are back. As promised, we were going to bring you some Kansas news. It's been a long time, so the Kansans have had a lot of time to do stupid shit. So here we go for Kansas news. I was heard there were three kinds of suns in Kansas. Sunshine, sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Kansas News. First story of the day. Kansas sheriff accused of giving away county's gun as a gift is arrested again. A Kansas sheriff accused of giving away a county-owned gun as a gift has been arrested again, this time on new counts of felony theft. Gary, so he stole the gun from, like, the... I think he just took one of the guns out of the sheriff's office and said, I, I got a friend's birthday coming up. I know what I want to get him. A free gun. <laughs> <laughs> Saves money. Yeah, county business. Geary County Sheriff Anthony Tony Wolf was arrested around 2 p.m. Friday by the Kansas Bureau of Investigation on suspicion of two counts of felony theft. The charges allege Wolf used county funds to purchase items that were sold for personal profit or maintained for personal use, said KBI spokesman. Oh, so he didn't steal it. He used, like, I was going to say, like, how would they even, who's keeping the inventory in the armory? Like, but they, he didn't take it out of the armory. He, like, used funds to buy a gun and then give it away. It's maybe. two separate charges. This We've is got a, a really intelligent prairie dog that sits in their hands. <laughs> See, I, what I think it is, is these are all new charges. He did do what you were saying, Colin, oh. which is give away a gun previously, but they didn't fire him mm, yeah, sure. because it's Kansas. So anyway, Wolf has appeared in pre-talk conference earlier in the morning regarding charges stemming from the 2018 arrest. After the October arrest, the KBIA said... Wolf was accused of giving away a county-owned firearm as a gift to a third party and misusing public funds. Wolf's attorney claims the county-owned gun was given away, but not as a gift, but as part of Kansas's Guns for Tots program, where needy preschoolers who can't afford their own gun are given one by the state. Hmm, makes sense. You could say, like, why wasn't he fired the first time? But I wonder if this guy doesn't have a Facebook account that was filled with you know, racial slurs. You know, and it's so hard to find law enforcement officials in Kansas that don't have that. Like, mm. despite the fact that he may have been stealing guns, at least it's the best they got. Yeah, at least he didn't have just tons of racial slurs on his Facebook. So, well, guys, uh, you know, a bird in the hand worth two in the bush, sort of thing, maybe. Sure, sure, two in the bush now. Uh, <laughs> Tony Wolf, sheriff in Gary County, Kansas. You want to guess the age of guy who's giving away free guns from the county? Mm, he's a sheriff, or he's, a, he's the one he gave it to. He's gonna. Say, I'm gonna say no. The, the actual sheriff. Himself. If he's the sheriff, I'm gonna say 51. Okay, Caleb. The sheriff, 39. Thirty-nine, fifty-one, a little. Well, let's split the difference, guys. Forty-four. Hmm. Sheriff Tony Wolf is a forty-four-year-old felon. <laughs> Next story: Thief caught trying to steal truck loaded with cookie dough in Kansas. I'm down with that. Police arrested a driver who tried to steal a truck filled with cookie dough Wednesday. Kansas Cold Storage said the truck belongs to them, and someone broke into the truck and stole it while the driver ran inside to grab paperwork. That guy was definitely high. <laughs> she was. The driver left the vehicle running, and the thief jumped in and drove away. The truck was loaded with three pallets of cookie dough and was ready to head to Springfield, Missouri. State troopers chased the truck and eventually used road spice to stop the truck near I-435 and Leavenworth Road. I think the most disturbing part about this is that Missouri is getting its, co its cookie dough from Kansas. Yeah, I know. I think that's the takeaway. They arrested the suspect on the scene. The suspect has been described as hairy, blue, large mouth, googly eyes, and a hand up his ass. <laughs> repeatedly shouting, cookie. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> Baby boom, half the teachers in Kansas Elementary School are expecting. It's I'm a sorry, what? Half of the teachers in one Kansas Elementary School are expecting a baby. That's a busy principal. It's a baby boom. Seven teachers, half the teaching staff at a small elementary school in Goddard, Kansas, are all pregnant at the same time, and they insist it was not planned. It, well, I don't know if they didn't plan to do it all at the same time or none of the pregnancies were planned. <laughs> Because it is Kansas. Does that clarify? <laughs> so uh, it's just kind of crazy. It just kind of happened. One of the moms to be Katie said, kindergarten teacher Tiffany Schmidt already had two children. I was so happy everyone else is having babies because I thought I was done. And then, surprise, she said, 
Principal Ashley Miller said in her two decades at the Oak Street School, she had never seen anything like it. Yeah, and in between fits of sobbing, because she's the person who's going to be responsible for finding out who's going to fucking teach seven classes at one time. <laughs> Filling out half her fucking Hey, roster. thanks a lot, assholes. <laughs> By the time the seventh one came around and she told me, I leaned across my desk and said, are you kidding me? She quipped, nobody drinks our water anymore, and that's the joke through the district. Well, as we know from several past Kansas stories, nobody drinks the water anyway in Kansas because it's all tainted. Yeah, it's full of fecal matter, and you can't get pregnant if you drink it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not with a human baby. (laughs) Two of the teachers gave births to babies in March and October, and so there will be eight babies. Fourth grade teacher Kelly Jo Sheehan is pregnant with twins. We were a big family before, but now we're even a bigger family, she Mm -hmm. said. Substitute teachers will fill the teacher's role while they're on maternity leave, and I think... All eyes have to be on the superintendent of the school district because he has been busy. <laughs> yeah, with his massive cock. <laughs> He's been jizzing up a storm. One final Kansas news story for the day, guys. It says an owner of a vape shop in Kansas has been arrested in a murder-for-hire plot. Sure. So straight out of the Sopranos. A co-owner of more than a dozen vape shops in Kansas has been arrested in a plot to kill a former employee and her boyfriend. In an affidavit... Vernon Brock attempted to hire a business partner in Harper, Kansas, to commit murders in Oklahoma City. The document said Brock was upset with a former vape shop employee who refused to continue a sexual relationship with him. So murder him. (laughs) That seems to be the case. So uh, murder him, her, and the boyfriend. Brock allegedly drove to Harper and paid the man to kill the two. Court filings say Brock approached the man because about a plot because he had ties to a motorcycle gang. The business partner contacted the FBI office in Wichita on March 29th to report the plot. Brock was arrested near Alva and faces charges of using interstate commerce facilities in commission of murder for hire. Brock is the co-owner of Big E Vapor Shop, which has 13 locations in Kansas, seven in Wichita alone. Jesus Christ. So this this guy was pretty successful fella. <laughs> yes, he is. Has, uh, he has the money to kill people, yeah. apparently. Wow, he must but not get his hands dirty. Hmm. Says if convicted, he faces ten years in prison, which seems minor, and a fine of two hundred fifty thousand dollars or three years of supervised release. Brock was sentenced to eighteen months in prison in ninety six for three convictions of mail fraud. Hmm. Couple questions for you guys. Go ahead. Next time he needs to talk to the Hell's Angels and not the Christian motorcycle. Yeah, (laughs) wrong wrong motorcycle. Bikers for Trump. All right, guys. Age of Vernon Brock, vape owner and uh, murder for hire guy. How old? How old? Mm, 37. It's a perfect number, really. Thank you. Well, yeah, it isn't a perfect number. It's actually <laughs> 69 years old. Wow, old 69. Yeah. <laughs> 69. <laughs> so this is an old dude who was blasting one of his employees. Right. And uh, when she dumped him, mm-hmm. he tried to have her murdered. And her and her new boyfriend. Yeah, this guy seems like a terrific fellow. Well, I'm going to – here. this is what makes me – I'm always curious about this. In a murder for hire plot, especially mm-hmm. one in Kansas, to murder two individuals, Collins, I'm sure you hate a lot of people. Sure. Caleb. I hate I two hate, people in this room right now. I hate everyone. If you if you wanted to have somebody killed and you were going to pay somebody and a mm-hmm. professional assassin to do it, sure. how much do you think it would cost you to kill a someone? Prof- I'm hiring a professional. Right. From a motorcycle gang. Uh, <sighs> That's, yeah, you know, most of the people I what know... What do you think a human mo- life is worth, is I know, what I'm Okay, well, first, let's start with this. I, most of the people I know that are in motorcycle gangs are fucking poser losers who mm-hmm. want to pretend to be tough right. and think that they achieve that by buying leather chaps. Rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Rubble, 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 rubble. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. A human life, uh-huh. that depends. True, I mean... Three bags of meth and some spicy Cheetos. I'm going to say it's not going to be... It's going to be less than $10,000 a head, I guess. So, and keep in mind, we are in Kansas, so that, I don't know how that factors into That's your map. That's $1.1 million in right. Kansas. Caleb, sure. Caleb, what do you think the uh, murder costs for two people in Kansas? In Kansas? $2,000. Wow, $1,000 a head. That probably is more accurate in Kansas. I'm thinking about, like, you asked me what a human life is worth, and I said $10,000 a head. I mean, if I was going to hire someone, I wouldn't pick anybody under a hundred grand. I know that, that hundred grand threshold is going to get someone killed. Yeah. Yeah, obviously a Kansas life isn't worth more as much as say a human no, life. No, you're you're right. I'm I need to I don't know. I, I this is kind of a thinker, but I'm gonna say human life ten thousand dollars a head to murder them. Kansas life, five hundred dollars in a bag of Bazooka Joe gu- bubble gum. Well, fellas, the price for two murders in Kansas mm-hmm. five thousand dollars. Honestly, more than I thought it was going to be. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. You can get a uh, beat up old car mm-hmm. uh, for uh, more money than it takes to take out, snuff out two Kansas. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think they ought to do it for free, pro bono. All, Give us all the he's favor. doing us a service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Kansans have been busy. It's always good to check in with them. Well, we'll Thanks for the murdering and the cookies. Since it's this time of year, we should add that Kansas got their ass handed to them in the NCAA tournament. Of course. In the second of course round. they did. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what they do. That's how they do it. That's how they do. Has anybody ever done less with more than Bill Self? No, and you know, that's, I have, you know, I've mentioned the show many times that I listen to Sports Talk right out of Kansas City because I'm such a Chiefs fan, but you you inevitably hear a lot about the Kansas Jayhawks and they're starting to turn on him a little bit. I mean, mean, they're starting to. You have a top five class for 20 straight years and only win one national championship. No, you have not succeeded. That is not good numbers. That's starting to be the the message that's coming out. And I think he's going to go to the NBA. They see the shadow of the NCAA investigations, too. I think he's going to head up the NBA because all that they've ever done for Bill Self is just. Absolutely, go down on him and talk about how great he is. And now they're starting to go. Now they're starting to go. He really hasn't. He's really not delivered on the promise of this program. And so I think he's going to like. Well, they're they're done with me. They're done patting me on the back for everything that I do. Time to head to the NBA. Bill Mm -hmm. Self has won one more national championship than I have. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) All right, guys. This was a special year football wise because. We had some of the worst officiating we'd ever come across. Yeah, I mean, granted, and I think in one of these shows, Collins, you said that uh, bitching about the officials is a mating call of losers, but we bitched about the officials quite a bit. Well, I mean, you, I say that, but there were some egregious calls. That's <laughs> right. Well, let's look, get into them now, and we'll have the Ms. Oscars Award for Worst Call of the Year. Mm-hmm. And now the award for Worst Officiating Call of the Year. Basically, watching Albert O make a nice reception, cut a couple yards. Yeah, go for a couple extra yards. Forward progress is stopped for, I would say, the count of two Mississippi, mm-hmm. one Mississippi, two Mississippi. And they swallow their whistle. And, uh, actually, uh, one of the announcers, I think, said in the game, they actually blew the whistle and still gave Georgia the fumble, recovery, and touchdown. So that yeah, was. Because o- Albert O eventually fumbled the ball. It was a scoop and score for yeah. Georgia and changed the course of the game quickly. Terrible, terrible, terrible call. There was a point where we drove down the field, stalled out, and Tucker McCann kicked a field goal. That was, was obviously good. Yeah. <laughs> obviously good. Replay after replay showed that the ball went through the uprights. Good field goal, three points. And they said no good. And no. so, I mean, we're talking about ten points right out of the gate off the board. Whenever one of the Georgia players arrogantly dropped the ball before he got into the end zone. And uh, we scooped and scored on that. But it was blown. Or it was called a touchdown because for whatever fucking reason, there was no end zone pylon cam. Yeah. We got jobbed on that call. That was fucking offensive pass interference. What started everything was the 70-yard touchdown run that was a touchdown by Demario Crockett, who the SEC officials decided, we can't let good things happen to Missouri. Mm -hmm. And they, for some reason, decided that a fraction of one video clip that was inconclusive was good enough to overturn a touchdown. What in the fuck do you want, Ross? to do there. This rule is such a fucking joke. What do you want him to do? The guy lowers that's in reference to the targeting penalty. I think it's a good call. He lowers his head as the tackle comes in. It's a fucking joke. Well, guys, a lot of bad calls this year. Do you have any particular favorites? (laughs) The, uh... I don't know, the Albert Old scoop and score was really hard to take. I, mm-hmm. But then again, what was the one where they... Uh, the pylon came. That pylon, pylon came really bothered yeah. me a lot. Yeah, let's do it, that one. Yeah, because that's a 14-point swing there. Because if you recall, it wasn't just that he didn't score, dropped the ball, but we recovered it and, and ran it 100 yards for a touchdown. So it was a 14-point swing, and that was the worst call of the year. And there were a lot of bad ones. Kentucky, Kentucky. All right, guys, we have two more awards to go. The uh, second-to-last one, the penultimate award, is a new category. We have a lot of wisdom ourselves. We talk about Coach Odom giving a lot of things, but we're old. We're fucking old, mm-hmm. and uh, with age comes wisdom. And so we had some, you know, the more you know moments, some uh, moments where you can sit back and uh, listen to the podcast, learn a little bit from our wisdom. And so this is the best the more you know moment of 2018. And now the award for the best the more you know moment. Bariatric is a fancy medical term for being real fucking fat. Don't bring <laughs> beans to a knife fight, they always <laughs> That's say. Right. That's the old cliche for a reason. <laughs> I thought about this this week. If a guy eats pussy, but he's really slow about it, would you call him a box turtle? Not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got butt rabies, you take a little marijuana and it'll cure it. Or a butthole. They tell you that it's supposed to just poop out stuff. Well, you can put stuff in it, too. <laughs> the butt plugs in the sex dungeon are proof of that. 
It's kind of like, you know, you look at a woman, you think she fucks real good. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, no. you wouldn't know. The hair lip girl may fuck the best. You know, you can't just <laughs> look at them and tell. Well, they say there's only two things in this world you cannot wear out, and that is a pussy and a hog's nose. Jesus no. loves Tim Tebow. <laughs> Nothing dries up a woman's pussy short of throwing kitty litter into it <laughs> than a magician. <laughs> if you've got to do a 30-day stint in a county jail, uh, tape the drugs to your nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing the ladies love more than when you win the Ray Guy Award. <laughs> of course Kansas is a place where they invented statutory bestiality. <laughs> sure. It's their wheelhouse. Well, I'm going to say the... the <laughs> Say so the the fact that you can't just you don't the 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 butt isn't just for evacuations, but you can push stuff up there. No, like that's, a, a, that's a that's a that's a good bit of knowledge. If I have. could vote for that twice, I would. Yeah, that's definitely the one. Congratulations, you guys, if you Caleb. guys didn't already know Thanks. that. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, here's your Ms. Oscar. Oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> well, so's my wife. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that taught you that lesson. That's right, you guys. We've only got one award, as always. The last award for the night is the best Kansas news of the year. But before we get to it, I'd like to take a moment to look back—an emotional moment. I hope you guys have your Kleenexes ready because this is always a tough one to get through. Uh, this is a little special look back at the Mazadcast for the 2018 football season. <laughs> I'm gonna rub me red hot yabby up and then you did your to your wallabang explodes, you Tassie Bushman. Spend all your time waiting. I have been catfished twice in my life. Catherine Zeta Jones. She's got like the superpower of oh. getting Michael Douglas cancer. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hot at the end of the day I need some distraction oh, My uh, dildo made of St. John's wart doesn't seem to be doing the trick. Everybody in the SEC knows the Earth's about 5,000 years old. Well, Caleb's always been a fetishist when it comes to the asshole. From this How many times are you going to grab my balls, fella? <laughs> I didn't know you could get KY gel in a 55-gallon drum. I'm a pussy. You night stick him till he's not smart no more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know. So tired of the straight line. Yeah, that Mac Miller is hot right now. vultures and thieves at your back. I'm not a meth addict. Keep some twisted. Keep all building lies that you make up for all that you don't make no difference. It looks like a penis, only smaller. Thank you, Paul. And this sweet madness, all this glorious sadness, brings me to my Pop tarts are not ravioli. Round three, you're playing by your own rules. We can't have it. From this dark and the Nobody fucks with my snack packs. Yeah. I can tell your turds are really stacking up. 
Nope, good times. It's, it's a special moment looking back. Oh, every year, it's uh, more more poignant. Yeah, yeah. I always enjoy the uh, the Caleb gems. I forget. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's get back in gear for the final category of the year: Kansas news of the year for the 2018 season. Oh, this is grand. <laughs> and now the award for best Kansas news of the year. Police use stun gun on Kansas man having sex with his car. <laughs> Carnival mafia members order killing of Wichita couple. Stolen in Kansas, 10-foot-long inflatable human colon. <laughs> Dog's campaign gets off to a rough start. <laughs> As Kansas says, candidate must be a person. But then the craziest thing is if all the candidates for governor in that state... The dog is the least likely to eat its own shit. (laughs) (laughs) Cops couldn't find her ex. Then he fell through the ceiling with a knife and meth, Kansas police say. (laughs) Kansas man, this is going to take a turn. Okay. (laughs) Kansas man man caught having sex with puppy, police say. (laughs) Oh, God damn. It's not a dog, it's a puppy. Child shoots Kansas man while playing with gun. Left near toys. Before <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep your gun, dumbass. Wow, <laughs> it's a tough category. It's a lot to choose from this week. I, I mean, part of me thinks you have to go with the guy that fucked the car. Guy that fucked the car. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, the done. stolen colon. We had that. It had yeah. legs. Yeah, it sure did. But we'll go with the car fucking. Congratulations for fucking an automobile, Kansans. Mm-hmm. You have made yourself a Mazoskers winner. I bet that guy looked like Post Malone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I think we talked about it in that episode is like it's more. I want to think think that he fucked like a a Dodge Diesel, you know what I mean, mm. with a giant. Right. We don't know a lot of detail about the pipe. Yeah, I mean, like it's a Honda Accord, not that impressive. You know, if he's fucking a diesel pickup truck now, and that guy's packing. He's packing heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but he's a Kansan, so I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> So, guys, uh, before we go, we did mention it is the spring game next week. First look at Kelly Bryant. Uh, a lot of apprehension about the possible playoff ban with the NCAA sanctions. You know, what are you most looking forward to seeing, and what are you hoping to see, or what are you fearing, I guess? I think everybody's looking forward to seeing Kelly Bryant in a, in a Tiger uniform. Well, but I'm looking forward to seeing who he's going to throw the ball to. Yeah. Hall's gone. Who's going to step up and be the next big cat to catch passes? I'm also wanting to see Kelly Bryant's legs. Who's going to play linebacker with Kale Garrett? You know what I mean? That's I'm, who, who are they going to stick out there with him? Mm-hmm. You know, they... That Aubrey Miller guy they've been talking about for two years and he can't get a fucking snaps. Is he, is he Eric Beisel or will he arrive this year? Yeah. I am curious to see, uh, what the defense is going to look like. We had some serious flaws in our secondary last year and I think we were all kind of doing some r- show prep <laughs> for this episode and we saw that Barry Odom was saying that he really wants to do a lot of preparation for close late game situations because obviously we had a lot of those last year and I think the Purdue game was the only one where we came out the victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we blew the game against South Carolina. We blew the game against Kentucky. We could have easily had like a 10 win season, but we uh, shot the pooch. So uh, hopefully he does that and it's just not lip service, but uh, I don't think the spring game will tell us anything about that. No, you probably, I mean, this this year truly is a mystery, more so than the last few years, because we don't. I mean, one humongous thing has changed, and that is the quarterback. And mm-hmm. and nothing sets the tone of a football team like the quarterback. Um, I, I know me and Caleb have both discussed that there is a certain aspect to Kelly Bryant's game that Drew Locke didn't have, and that's that mobility, and that's I, exciting. I miss, I miss that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially at the college level, that is a yeah. That's a great weapon to have in your tool bag. You do it at the NFL, you get killed. You know, right. you don't last. But in the in in, in college. If you've got a guy that can run around, I mean, we all remember Brad Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, look it at Johnny a, Manziel and the success he had. Yeah, it adds, a, it adds a dimension to your game that just puts a tremendous amount of stress on defenses. So despite the fact that I don't think Kelly Bryant is probably Drew Locke-esque from a physical gift standpoint as a quarterback, 
he is a tremendous athlete, and he's going to bring things to the field that Drew Locke has not had for the past four years. Yeah. Well, I think one thing not football-related, really, is I'm eager to see what the south end zone looks like. It's all getting near its completion. It's supposed to be ready for mm-hmm. the fall season. And, you know, drive by in Columbia, and you'll see they're putting up the scoreboard now, yep. the big south end zone scoreboard. And, it, you know, it really changes the way the stadium looks. And there was an article, long article, about how Mizzou has really struggled with attendance the last few years, and it mm-hmm. continues to decline. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know that this will help attendance, but it'll certainly make the stadium feel different. I think what they're, what that doesn't acknowledge is that kids, I don't feel like the college age kids are as, as gung ho to attend the games as they were when we were that in There's college. Other things to do now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I just don't, I don't see the student section boiling over with enthusiasm. Well, we were in college, we watched it on a 19 inch TV at your, at your home. Now, for 200 bucks, you can buy a 60-inch TV, and it looks yeah. awesome. Well, and I'm, I'm that way when it's 45 degrees outside and sleeting and hailing. And, that, like, for instance, no better example than the last game of the season with Arkansas. We had horrible weather. Arkansas was a horrible team. It was not a draw at all, and it was damn near empty. I didn't want to go. I'm not a college student, but I had a really nice TV myself. Yeah, well, and, and I think, you know, with the advent of Tinder and, um, you know, accessibility to uh, Fortnite. And Fortnite, yeah, just, you know, you're going to get high and you're going to fuck a stranger and you're going to play some video games. And, oh, yeah, there was a football game earlier today. Man, yeah. I would have gone to that if I thought about it. Yeah, fucking a stranger and weed is a strong draw <laughs> against is. going to a football game. But I, and, I mean, you say that tongue-in-cheek, but it, it, there is true. I mean, there's just more to do. There's more distractions, and it's hard to uh, – I don't know how you get kids enthusiastic about the football team, but that's where I think the fall-off really is. And I don't know that that has anything to do with Mizzou's record. I mean – I don't know. Maybe it does. Um, but Mizzou has been competitive, but you don't, certainly don't see that sort of fall off at the places like Alabama or even like well, Kentucky where they had like 30,000 people show up their spring game last year. You know, year I think there's a lot to say about joining the SEC and losing attendance too because people went back years with Nebraska. They mm-hmm. filled up Nebraska games, yeah, you know, yeah. things like that. So maybe one day, but we're still new, even though we're not new. Yeah. You know, and I think, new, but. You know, people people didn't like Nebraska. They wanted to watch Mizzou play them. You know, they and were I still don't think people are bought in in the Barry Odom era. Yeah, I was and, about to and, say. And you know, the, and you can't have this conversation without somebody bringing up the 2015 protests, and mm-hmm. that certainly did have an impact. But you know, it's now five years on. You know, from it that. does. And I mean, I I had a a a couple in my work not that long ago who mentioned that you know the the 2015 protest about how they wouldn't send their kids to Mizzou, and you know, three years ago. I mean, and their kids are elementary age, and it's just like really. Like you, you've just written Mizzou off for eternity because of that. I mean, like I just to to hold it against the university is is to me asinine. But people do. Yeah. So yippee. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I like talking about a protest that's five years old. <laughs> that's right. You know, we we should have a favorable s- schedule. Kelly Bryant hopefully will be good. I think we were hoping for eight or nine wins last year. We got to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Barry Odom has to get to eight again at least. For us to be satisfied. Yeah, Barry Odom needs to establish himself. If Barry Odom establishes himself and people start to think of him in sort of that pinkle way, I think that'll be easier. It's easier to invest in a team where you know the coach is going to be there every year. It's easier to invest in a team that's you know is consistently going to perform. They may not always win something uh, like the East or, or, or compete for the SEC championship, but if you know they're going to be competitive, they're going to be entertaining to watch. I think one of the things that hurt Mizzou as much as anything is we had, you know, a few years ago, those teams that were scoring nine points in a game. You know what I mean? That is fucking hard football to watch. Nobody, especially at the college level. I mean, Jesus Christ, nine points. I, who, what did we play? Georgia that one year it was nine to six or something. That's fucking terrible to watch. That's yeah. pulling fucking teeth. It sure is. And it, it's so much easier when Drew Locke is throwing um, touchdowns all over the yard to Emmanuel Hall. And uh, I feel like Kelly Bryant, though they may not score as much, there could be some very electric plays in the football teal. And as much as anything, if the football game is entertaining, it's 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 going to bring people to the stadium. Well, fellas, uh, I think we've done it again. We have uh, celebrated ourselves, mm-hmm. jerked each other off. Sure. Another year. Well, that actually starts after the show, but sure. <laughs> sure, sure. And uh, we are going to, uh, you know, we have taken a lot of breaks because not a lot's going on. We always kind of are light on shows this mm-hmm. time of year. It's, yep, it's yep. a hard time of the season. But uh, spring games can come As up. our voicemails have pointed out. <laughs> right. Ab- absolutely. But we're going to talk about, obviously, the spring game and what we saw, what we didn't see. And uh, we've been talking about doing another movie review. Uh, yeah, we I have enjoyed that. I don't know if anybody else did, but we got some good ratings from it, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, people listen to it. Yeah, and they don't have to. 
Yeah. But if you enjoy it as much as we do, uh, we're going to likely take another hard look at a football movie that has occurred in our deer lifetime. Deer Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to stick to foot deer. We're going to stick to football movies no, for a little really? while. I just no. want to spend a lot of time in a room with you guys. <laughs> Nonstop laughs is Deer Hunter. No, deer Hunter is a good one. <laughs> so uh, look forward to that as well as the spring game. And uh, we'll try to bring some shows to you. I'm sure news will be coming as the season gets closer. This is the fake football season coming up with the yep, spring yep. games. So we'll get a look at everybody in the SEC besides Mizzou. But until then, we've done it. This is another year of the Mizoskers. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Go Tigers. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.